to the road. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ron. How are you today? Uh, better than you. Yeah, yeah. That was really um, loud. That was really loud in my ears. You had the volume up for some reason. We got that uh, echo happening again that we had last time. Yeah, me too. What is that about? I don't know. Some kind of lag? Maybe. Maybe mm. my computer's getting tired of this gig. Is it? Maybe. That seems strange to me. So, you're kind of yeah. grouchy today? No, oh, whatever. I'm just tired. Yeah? Yeah. Rough day? No. <laughs> Not a rough day. <clears throat> no. Just tired. Yeah. I guess so. So, I have a weird story to tell you. Fire away, David. Um... I was told, I was told uh, yesterday that the night before I was talking in my sleep. Okay. And I was, I was talking very coherently and in full sentences, but in a completely different language that I don't know. And it was freaky, I guess. Mm. What do you think about that? I think that sounds like absolute bullshit. No, it's true. If you don't speak a language, how could you be speaking a language? Well, that's what I don't know. That's why I was freaking out about it. So does this mystery person who heard you to speak that language? No. Then how do they know it was coherent, full sentences? Well, it wasn't gibberish. No, it's definitely gibberish. No. Yeah. It was an actual language. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> if, you just, don't, if you don't speak the language, how is it a language? I don't My subconscious maybe no. knows other languages. No. Maybe in my previous lives, I know other languages. No. Hmm? You don't know. No, it was total bullshit gibberish. No, I don't think so. Yeah, thanks for nothing. No, because Getting all excited. I thought it was going to be some weird fantasy thing. In, and you come up with that. Yeah, I think I find that very interesting. And then I looked at I looked it up online. You should talk into your mic more. I looked. Looked it up online. And there's lots of people that are talking about talking about speaking languages they don't know. Yeah, in their sleep. Well, yeah, the world's full of crazy people. Well, I guess I'm one of those too now. You're a crazy person. What? It's not crazy if it's true, <laughs> right? Or that, is that what they all say? That's what they all say. <laughs> That's what they all say. Ah, shit. Anyways, I guess it's just proof that I used to be an ancient Egyptian. I think that's probably what I'm How do you know it was Egyptian? I don't, but I have a gut feeling. No. That's what I want it to be. It's probably like, uh, you don't even know. See, that's the thing. I can't talk to you about some stuff because you have no reference. What do you mean? Well, I was going to make a Big Bang Theory television show oh. reference. Yeah, well. And it would have fallen flat. <sighs> yeah, it's good. you should watch better TV. I don't have cable TV anymore. You don't? You got rid of it? Well, for another week. Oh. I want to watch the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Well, Sportsnet has the Olympics. <clears throat> so does CBC. Oh. Well, that's free, isn't it? No. With an antenna? Well, yeah, okay. Couldn't you, like, rabbit ears that in? No, you can get an <clears throat> HD antenna, but I'm not going to do that. Oh. It's cheaper to rent my Shaw box for the month. Oh, okay. Fun. What's your favorite Olympic sport? Hmm. Winter Olympic sport? Yeah, probably so hockey. Hockey? Yeah. Do you know any of the players this year? Yeah. Aren't they all like no ones? No. There's actually five or six guys that used to play for the Calgary Hitmen. There's a couple of guys used to play for the Flames. I thought NHLers weren't allowed. They're not. Oh. They're not playing in the NHL right now. Oh, I see. So they're 
they're not good enough? They're older. Oh, I see. Huh. Is there an age limit on the Olympics? No. It's interesting. So you could theoretically enter the Olympics at any age. In theory. Hmm. If you can qualify. I'll try and do that when I'm old. Yeah. Go for that. Discus, I think. I think it'd be a great discus thrower. In your 60s? Yeah. 60s discus. You'll fall and break a hip. <laughs> Me? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not accident prone. Have a blood clot that's five and a half yards long, Yeesh. twisting its way through your body. That doesn't sound fun. That sounds like a repeat of 2017. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you always going to bring up that blood clot? <laughs> I'm a, because I'm your, I'm your friend. Oh. I guess so. Anyway, we had actual stuff to talk about today. You even have notes. Yeah. It's like all official. Sort of. Me and you went out for supper recently. Oh, well, uh, when we went to the Italian place. Yes, we went to an Italian place. It was delicious. I had a huge seafood pasta that was like 13 pounds. Yeah. It looked really good. I ate it all. I'm proud to say. I'm the <laughs> only true. one only one at the table that I, I ate. I feel like food. if it had been a slightly less fancy place, you would have licked the plate. <laughs> You're not wrong. I think I would have. Anyways, so what, this kind of sparked the topic is you you ordered something and they brought you the wrong thing. They sure did. And I didn't realize it right away. I was so excited about the whole experience. It took me like three bites to be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And and then when you let the uh, waitress know, she was very sorry and said she would fix it, but you said no and kept it. Well, because it was delicious. No, I know. but that So that kind of sparked the whole uh, topic for me about manners and, and, you know, socially acceptable behavior that leads or does not lead to getting what you want out of life. Okay. What are you looking around at? I just noticed some of the painting. Anyway, it's oh, all good. Yeah, it's done. Well, okay. What? <laughs> Fuck you. It's done enough. <laughs> that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a couple of things I'll point out to you after the show. I don't need to know. You do? No. No, they're like major. What? I'll show you after. Anyway, so you thought my manners made me at a social disadvantage? Well, you chose to not get what you wanted in the first place because you didn't want to inconvenience her. No, I chose to not get what I wanted because what I ended up with was also delicious. But it wasn't as good as what you wanted. I don't know that. I've never eaten there before. Well, so... I don't know. I thought they might discount my meal, though. Like, you know, take a, a couple bucks off or yeah, offer they, us a dessert. Or Did they do that? No. Hmm. That that part kind of cheesed me off. I was too polite. Yeah. And I, that's kind of what I'm wondering is, like, is it possible to be too polite throughout your life that you just never get anything? And how far can you be a dick to get what you want? And not be considered a dick. Or does it matter in the end? Well, I think it depends on <clears throat> who and your perspective. And Like, if you're a dick to me, I'll just never talk to you again. Right, but what if you're a genius? That doesn't really excuse you being a dick. Well, like Steve Jobs. 
Yeah. With a giant dick. Yeah. And he also had like no friends. He didn't have any friends? Well, so I understand. I never knew the man. I don't think him and I would have been friends. You didn't know Steve Jobs? No. Um, How how do you know he didn't have friends? Maybe he didn't want to have friends. Well, like people that used to work with him and for him all make the comment that he was a difficult man to to know. Mm -hmm. But he got what he wanted. Did he? He got fired from his own company. Well, yeah, but then he went back and fixed it. Yeah. But he had to eat some serious crow to do that. Change the world afterwards. I suppose. Do you think it would have changed with or without him, though? Uh, yeah, I guess so. At some I point. Apple's not the only one that came out with a tablet. Theirs just happens to be the best. Well, everyone else has copied them, though. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But there's other people that are dicks, like uh, James Cameron's a dick. <clears throat> he's your hero. He's not my hero, but he's a great director. No, you, you like, you have a Madonna of him above your bed. <laughs> well, that's besides the point. <laughs> and what were you doing in my bedroom? Also, uh, you left the door open. Yeah. I was just sitting there watching <clears throat> you sleep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and listening oh. to you talk a different language. Yeah, and I was talking to you. See, you just. <clears throat> I do speak it. that language, and it was absolute gibberish. Oh. So I was speaking a language just incorrectly? No. You. I'm just being a dick. Well, obviously you weren't there. Obviously you weren't. You weren't there. <clears throat> so I don't know what, or was I? <laughs> I hope. You, I hope not, because that's creepy, <laughs> creepy shit. Uh, now we gotta figure out a way to get in your bedroom or make it seem like I did. Uh, what, what does that even mean? Like, put up like a cardboard cutout of me eating popcorn. And somehow have you not noticed it until you suddenly wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be so funny. It's like mailing me pictures, like, later of you standing and... Yeah, exactly. Trying on my clothes and shit. Yeah. After I move. Montage. You're going to send me all these pictures of you in my house? Yeah. That's gross. This is like an urban legend, right? Where they sitting on your couch in my underwear. Yeah, where the bad guys would like do bad shit to the toothbrushes and stuff, and then send the. Pictures. Oh, so in our story, you're the good guy. Yeah, yeah, you're no. the one breaking into my house. It's not breaking in. If you well, leave the door open, why would I leave the door open? I don't know. You always do. The garage door, right? Yeah. Yeah, all the way open. Anyway. I did that recently. <clears throat> so what's an example from your life that's a little bit more meaningful about this being too nice stuff? Uh, I don't know because I've never been aggressive about getting what I want. Um, so it's hard for me to... But sometimes you're a dick. <clears throat> yeah, but in a good way. Mm, okay. <laughs> what do you mean a dick? Well, like you're socially yeah. awkward sometimes, so you come across... Like you are a dick Yeah but that's being shy Okay So but it's not like me trying to take something from someone Or Or uh, Trying to get ahead in life You know what I mean Yeah Do you feel like if you were more of a dick in life You could get farther Yeah Probably And is that okay Uh, To a limit I feel like, you know, you, you would take different opportunities or, or you would 
behave slightly differently and the problem is right like you there's a balance that has to be struck because like for us we have families so if you aggressively pursue pursue something like say at work where you're kind of being a dick and that works for you to get a promotion or something like that then you're sacrificing some time at home right so like I've always kind of made the choice to be a little bit more amicable and if I had an opportunity I would try to take it but I've missed out on some opportunities just strictly because I wasn't willing to sacrifice my family life Hmm. well yeah I don't know I don't really think about it like that but I wonder if like I don't know how to I don't know how to clarify this it's like I don't know. Some people just take whatever they want, <clears throat> you know, and they don't care about other people, but they, they also get what they want. Yeah, but that's like, that's like a sociopath. Yeah, but is that such a bad thing? Yeah, it usually is. But like, uh, yeah. but ambition isn't, isn't bad in like on its own. Well, ambition at the cost of what? Well, the thing is, there's only there's only limited there's only limited resources, right? So you could you could tie this into anything. Like at the end of the apocalypse, you can't afford to be nice. You're just gonna have to take what you need, or you die. So that's kind of an extreme example. But like in the real world, let's say you really wanted to make a lot of money and do a lot of things or whatever, you just gotta you just gotta take it. Like no one's gonna give it to you, right? <clears throat> no, but there's a cost to all that. Like in the apocalypse. If you're going to take anything, you know, in order to protect your life, you have to essentially be willing to take somebody else's because they're in the same position. And in the business world, if you're going to be so aggressive that you're going to take whatever you want, you're going to sacrifice all kinds of relationships and, you know, you probably all kinds of financial hardships and gain. And, you know, I mean, you know, billionaires go broke too, right? There's no guarantee. Do you think Bill Gates is a dick? Probably. As a businessman. Hmm. I don't know how you couldn't be. You think Warren Buffett is a dick? He doesn't seem like a dick. I don't think I'd want to be on the other side of the negotiating table. No? No. Because they're just so used to getting what they want. Yeah. So I guess is that you think it's a certain type, only a certain type of people can actually succeed to those levels? I honestly think that a lot of the people you're talking about are either borderline or diagnosable sociopaths. Uh, okay, well, define sociopath in, in your example. They have no conscience and no idea of consequence when it comes to their actions and how they affect other people in a negative fashion. They don't care. So is that is success dependent on being like that? Well, if you look at most of the CEOs and different things like that, they've actually done studies on it. And more than half of the CEOs of major companies in North America do exhibit sociopathic behaviors enough to be diagnosable. Hmm. But that by itself isn't a, that's not dangerous, right? It's just, ignorant of other is what is it a lack of empathy but you can't really say that because bill gates gives away most of his money doesn't he yeah no i would 
I'm not saying that Bill Gates is necessarily one of the people who falls into that category. It's just he's of that ilk, right? So, you know, by the fact of how successful he's been and, and where he's been in his life, the probability of him being a sociopath is exponentially higher. So do you think that me and you could just get whatever we want? How do you get, I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this one. I don't know why. I don't, I don't <clears> know about get whatever we wanted to. Like I try to live my life by a certain code and that precludes me being a total dick. So like, you know, about some of the conflicts in my life, even conflicts with friends, you know, even people close by to where we are physically. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you have a pretty good grasp of, what went down and how people behave and I honestly don't feel like I've been a dick right and yeah and I wouldn't say you were a dick either but um, this is not how I handle myself it's a choice yeah but but I'm wondering is there a benefit what's the benefit to being a dick versus not being like aggressive versus passive what how do you draw the line between getting what you want and I don't know. Being being nice guy still. That's what I, uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. I don't know. That's a tough question. <clears throat> so I wrote this down. Did the meek inherit the earth? Really? No. Right. So Jesus said that. Why? I don't know why he said that. I'm not a. I'm not a Jesus scholar. Well, maybe maybe one day the meek will inherit the earth. It's not today. Because all the all the the aggressives will kill each other off. I don't know. Potentially. Or eventually we'll get, like, I think we're at a point where we're starting to see the tide turn a little bit. Like, people people don't, are starting to speak out against some of that aggressive behavior, right? Like, this whole uh, movement amongst women with fairly high profiles who've been sexually abused or assaulted. Yeah. You know, they're starting to speak out against that aggressive behavior. Those people who, in that instance, who got what they wanted, are now. I guess there's being some justice. I don't know. That's maybe a bad word, but it's a good example of how we were kind of reaching a tipping point with some of it. <clears throat> yeah, or it's less acceptable to be a alpha male aggressor. Yeah, in theory. Hmm. But what about like? Uh, I'm trying to think of a different example, like uh, more relevant. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's things I could do with my art where I could be more of a dick and make more money. Like being a dick in terms of like cheating or, you know. Well, you you feel like you know somebody who's done that. You know, we we were at a trade show and you were pointing out. Somebody who you thought was cheating. Yeah, he was. He actually... He, did I tell you that he, he's not going to shows anymore? No. Yeah, he released a... So, long story short, I'll explain for the crowd here. The crowd. <clears throat> um, there's a guy that used to sell fan art at these uh, shows that I go to, and he he had a picture of himself with George Lucas, and he milked the shit out of it, but he made up this whole story about how he worked for George Lucas, and he was officially licensed, and somehow he was... He was... Um, 
printing out actual like drone. I don't know how he did it. I could I could never figure out his process, but he was basically selling photographs that looked like drawings that were like faked somehow and he would scribble over top of them and sign them and stamp them official Lucas thing official Lucasfilm property or some shit like that and then he would sell them for like uh, you know 200 to 800 bucks each and people just lap this shit up and every time I went to his table I would just look at it and I would just shake my head because it was also obviously photos and uh, so I I went online and I kind of uh I did a, I searched for a bunch of photos and I superimposed them on top of his drawings to prove that they were fake and kind of just bitched about it to people I knew mm-hmm. nothing major. Um, but anyways, a couple, a few months ago, he released a statement on his Facebook that said that he would no longer be attending the, uh, any of the comic shows anymore with no explanation given. But I know that my, my brother-in-law emailed the run the people that ran that show and complained about it directly to them so i think they must have uh looked into it and kicked him out wow um but yeah like he he was um making money hand over fist like and i, I was absolutely jealous of that but it wasn't that wasn't why it made it an issue for me it was more like he was taking money away from me because he wasn't doing it for real. You know, it was, it was yeah. fake. <clears throat> but I just think about how angry that made you and how passionate you got about exposing him. And it makes me question, like, how far could you actually go? Me being a dick that way? Yeah, you being a cheat, like, yeah, I don't, I a fraud. I, I don't I don't feel like you could even walk that path. No, I sometimes take shortcuts and I feel bad about it. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <clears throat> like, there's been a couple times where I'll, like, I'll take an outline off a drawing and then just to get the perspective right and then go from there. Mm. So it's not tracing, but it's definitely crutching, taking the leg up for sure. And I don't like, I don't like doing that, but I haven't done it that many times, but it still makes me like, meh, not a huge fan. <clears throat> Usually cause it's time crunch. It's like I have one day to do something cause I leave everything to the last second. So I'm like, fuck. No, I, I get where you're coming from. I don't know. Like, your drawings, most of them are, are involved enough. I'm not sure what I feel about that. What do you mean? Well, like if you're taking it just to get perspective, like an angle or, or whatever of the way somebody's looking or, you know, like, like it doesn't that doesn't strike me as anything egregious. Well, no, like, yeah. And, uh, and again, like I said, I've only done that a couple of times, but it's still... Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't cheat that much. I don't think I could do it. But at the same time, it's like I wanna. I want to win, but I feel like I'm too submissive to win at anything. Do you know what I mean? Well, kind of. I guess I don't know. I mean, a lot of that I think comes from my parents. Like we were always taught that God was in charge of everything, so we kind of had to let Him do it, right? Like we weren't really. We never really, I never really felt responsible for anything because it was like God had to provide or his path had to be shown and you know what I mean? Did you, you never weren't subjected to that shit. No, I always felt like I was in command of my future. Yeah, I never did. Never. But I also believe that. I still don't. We should live by a certain code. Hmm. You don't feel in control? What are you talking about? I don't. 
every th- every I feel like every decision I make it hinges on someone else bigger than me to to say if I can or not. Right? Why? I don't get to decide. Well, it's like I'm, I'm selling my house, so I gotta get I gotta apply for a new mortgage now. But uh, that's not up to me. The the guy's gonna say yes or no. He could say no, and I could give, be fucked. You know, I can't. I still work for someone. I'm not in charge of that. But you have tools at your disposal to help you figure that out. Like, I've given you names of people that you can call and have a conversation with. And just because you don't bother to do it doesn't mean you couldn't. <laughs> no. That's not what I mean, though. I, I, I mean, I'm still at the bottom of the chain. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not in a position of power in any way. Sure you are. How? Are you, what, and so you, you feel like you're in a position of power? For your own to self? A, to a degree. I know that if I went to a bank and needed to get a new mortgage, I could do that. Yeah, but you have the credit of a Greek god. <laughs> it's not just based on credit. It's based <clears throat> on income and reliability and a whole bunch of factors. Well, that's why every time a lot you, of that you have control over. Every time you walk near a bank, they come running out with credit cards and just start slipping them in your pockets. <laughs> that's not quite how it goes. Uh, they have a Ron, a Ron detector. A Ron detector. It's like a 500 meter radius around yeah, every bank. Yeah. Blah blah. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's fun though. It's true. No. Anyways, I don't have that. I get told no sometimes too. You know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I always neglect to ask because I don't want to be told no. So I'll put shit off like that forever. <clears throat> But the thing is, when you get the answer no, then you can figure out how to turn that into a yes. I know, but what? That's not a thing. Yeah, it is, especially with a mortgage. So someone says no, and then you say yes. No. That's when you be a dick. You say, why Why did you say no? And they'll say, well, you know, your debt service ratio isn't quite right. You need to clean up this bill or that bill or show more income or whatever it needs to be and then you can fix that hmm. yeah I just don't I, I, I think I, I blow up these things into big big yeah. things and this is why I'm not successful because everything in front of me is this huge insurmountable obstacle you have like this crippling paranoia that nobody wants to help you uh, nobody does want to help me I'm on my own. No, that's a lie. Ah, no, that's how I feel. No, well, that that I believe, but it's not true. This whole podcast is proof that that's not true. What? Because you said you wanted to do it. We made it happen. Well, you made it happen. Yeah. yeah but I, I, made c- it happen. I couldn't have done it on my own. Not just for me, though. It was your idea. It was also your idea. Wow. You needed to move... Uh, you know, have your family was headed up to Edmonton, and people showed up to help you move. You, well, I'm not the only <laughs> one who showed up. That's true. Well, the other one showed up really late, yeah, and on purpose, really late, because he's a dick. Oh, ooh, no, I'm kidding. He's not a dick, but it was a dick move to show up late. Yeah, yeah, we were done anyways. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so I got a golden rule. Is the golden rule applicable to winning? Can you win that way? I don't know. Like, I really try hard, especially at my work, 
to treat people the way I would like to be treated. And, you know, honestly, I get a lot of it back. And I get a lot of um, appreciation. You get a lot of, like, karma coming back to you. Or whatever. Like, don't write in and complain about the meaning of karma to me, please. We're using it euphemistically. (laughs) Um, I get, um, like, I'll get people come up to me and say, you know, I've heard really good things about you and... You know, it sounds like you're really dependable, and I really look forward to working with you. Stuff like that. Hmm. And when I work with people for a long time, they they appreciate it too, right? You not being a dick. Yeah, but, you, you know, like, generally speaking, if you phone me, I try to answer the phone, and I try to deal with it. Or if you email me, I get back to you, like, within the hour and you know address your concern or whatever right like i really try hard to treat people the way i like to be treated because generally when i'm looking for information i need it like now not when you feel like it wow but that's the nature of my work right? you would hate working with me yeah <laughs> well, you, I, I hate texting you <laughs> <laughs> uh well at least i answer my phone when you call no you don't well more often now if if i call you 10 times you answer like twice i just stopped leaving you voicemails you did? Yeah. Mm. Thanks. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to do. What's it, What about you? Well, this has all been about me so far. What are you talking about? You've just been asking questions and, and I've been answering. I feel like I've been just talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you haven't said anything. I had a... I had a really... I had a really vivid memory of my father last night which I have not remembered before for a long time um, I don't know how old I was but I was in probably in grade 7 or something and one of my delinquent friends sh- had showed me how to um, rip off newspapers from the newspaper boxes if you remember what those are that sounds like a really good Christian activity yeah so I said I don't know why I did this but I said hey dad watch this and I, I broke quickly broke into one of these newspaper boxes so he could get a paper out, and he, he was, I, I don't know, I guess he was, sort of astonished, and then, uh, but then he put money in anyways. And I remember thinking, I don't know what I remember thinking. Feeling, I think, feeling somewhat impressed that he still put the money in, but also somewhat disappointed that he didn't just take the paper because I had a wooden it for him. You know what I mean? You should have felt ashamed of yourself. Yeah. You were showing your dad how to th- steal. I know. And out of all the people that you knew in your life at the time, like he was that was the wrong person to show you that you could steal. Yeah, but he didn't I must have I must have like spun it as a uh, security flaw in the in the box. It wasn't not so much that I was like showing him how I could steal. I don't think. Although at that time I did steal because I was surrounded by thieves who were stealing, and I did spend I spent probably a good year stealing things, and then I got caught. How'd that go? Um, well, I didn't get caught, caught, but I got caught. I was stealing a magazine from a, the library of all places. <laughs> It's embarrassing. Where do they let you take it for free if yeah. you show them your card? Yeah, but I wanted to keep it because I'm a keeper. So I uh, I had a magazine shoved down my pants, but it had one of those uh, beeper things in it. And I was there, I was there with my parents, 
and um, I went through the I went through the the detector and it went off, and now they were like, "What the hell?" So then I I had nothing in my hands, right? So they made me go back through it like five times, emptying my pockets, take my belt off, everything except for looking in my pants, which they didn't do. Thank God. My dad's standing right behind me, that, watching this whole thing. Last thing I want is to, them to actually find the fucking magazine in my pants and pull it out. Because then it's obvious I was stealing, right? So um, so finally they decide that there must be something wrong with the beeper. And then my dad carries a book through by accident and it didn't go off. So they're like, oh yeah, this thing's definitely on the fritz, not working. So I rode home in the car with that magazine in my pants. Um just feeling like the worst pile of shit in the world. And I never, ever stole another thing again as long as I can remember. I just didn't. I just never did it again. Like, I never want to feel that way ever again. That's a great story. Yeah. I like how it had a happy ending with you feeling like a giant pile of shit. Oh, my God. I felt so shitty. But you were being a giant pile of shit. Yeah, I was. I was stealing from the public library. Uh, right was, in front of your parents. It was probably like a a teen magazine too, like a girly ma- a girly mag because it had models in oh, it. Even shit. worse, it was probably like Mad Magazine. No, it was definitely a model. There was definitely models involved. Oh my god, you're the worst. Yeah. You have the worst taste in models. What? Terrible. Kate Moss. Anyway, beautiful. Who's your favorite model? I don't have a clue. Probably Kate Upton. <sighs> Kate Upton. Oh, I don't really like her face. See, worst. I'm a face man. Worst face. Worst. Okay, so so those ever. are those are kind of relevant. Those stories, I feel like, to taking what you want versus not getting what you want. Yeah. I guess I just don't have the. I don't have it in me to, to take take. But I feel like I need to take. I need to learn how to take at least a bit in order to get ahead. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you do though. I just, I don't know. You can work hard and still get there. I guess if I knew where I wanted to get to, it might be different. Well, the thing is, we talked about this before. You're, you're, you, you want to put in a quarter and get back 25 million bucks instead of figuring out that if you put in a quarter every day, eventually you'll have saved $25 million. Like baby steps. Oh yeah. Fuck. (laughs) I <laughs> see that's yeah I get so I get so enamored of the finish line that I can't start yeah why not because all you see is the mountain that you gotta climb instead of realizing that's only like 25,000 steps and you'll be over that son of a bitch do you do that yeah you can you can break down your life goals into tiny things yeah usually I can't I can't do that I'm not saying I'm always great at executing it but I'm never afraid to start. I don't have that. I don't have that fear of not getting to the end. Oh, see, I do. Even today. So today, I I, I did talk to a broker today. Yeah. And um, not the one I not the one you wanted. No. no. <laughs> not the one I wanted. The one I recommend. Not the one you recommended. Sorry. See that that freaks me out too because I don't trust money people. So. So thinking about getting someone new involved, it's like, well, they're going to try and steal from me. No, he would not try to steal from me. Okay, well, anyways, I don't understand what mortgage brokers even do or how they get paid. <laughs> but anyways. They get paid by bringing business to the financial institution. Isn't that a conflict of interest? No. I feel like it is. 
No, they work for nobody. They work for you. Yeah, but how? Don't they get more money if they do bigger deals with like no. larger interest rates? It's not. It's not based on how much money they bring. It's based <clears throat> on how many people they bring. Oh. Okay. Well, long story short, she sent me a a credit app to fill out because I had to do another one because she actually did our last mortgage. And but you uh, said you weren't happy with that. Uh, I was more that I was uninformed. Okay. So, um, she sent me the credit app to fill out, and it was like 10 pages. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this. And it was immediately overwhelming. And I, my first instinct was to just not bother, even though I can't t- t- do <laughs> the next a terrible thing. terrible instinct. I know, but then I can't do the next thing until I fill that out. So, I did it, but I didn't want to. And I think I partially only did it. Or I only did it today because, um, because Kayla said do it, <laughs> get it done, and I didn't want to deal with the repercussions of not having it done by today. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think see, I, th- I see, I but you're gonna get yourself so far down the road with this person that you're not gonna have the choice but to go with her. You can't have everybody running credit apps on you. Uh, no, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I don't know. Well, okay. I'll stop trying to help you out. What? Well, because I was trying to make this really easy for you and give you somebody that I know 100% for sure you could trust. Well, uh, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> that's Clearly you don't trust me. Well, that no, that's not true. I just don't know your guy. That's fine. I get it. Do you? Yeah. You don't trust me. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Anyway, so now you sent uh, the information back? Yeah. And? And I didn't hear anything. Well, that's not a big surprise. What? When 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 did she say you will hear something? Oh, I don't know. She's going to run a bunch of numbers for me. She said, get back to me. Hopefully it's... No timeline? I don't know. Tomorrow? Hopefully it's tomorrow. How long does it take? Well, these are things that you discuss. Oh, I didn't discuss it. <laughs> I just get off the phone as quick as possible. I don't like talking to these people. They're <laughs> liars and cheats and thieves. David, why? Why are they that? I don't know. Because they're out to take. They want to take what's mine. No, they don't. They're takers. No, they're not. Okay, well, that's how I feel. Okay, but it'd be it'd be healthy for you to understand that that's not true. I have a very unhealthy relationship with wealth and money. I can tell. I think that's because I was raised dirt fucking poor. So we I, never had any like re- respect for it or, or any knowledge of it. I didn't know how to use money. First credit card I had, I just racked it up and then they canceled it because I didn't understand that that was a bad thing. They just took it away. Hmm. I don't know. We never worked. I never had a job. I could have had a job. Why, why didn't you work? I don't know. It wasn't part of the equation. Like when I was younger, I could have started working anywhere, but I don't know why. Everything was everything was predicated on God being involved. God worked. He was uh, a carpenter. Oh, true. no, that was Jesus. Well, close enough. Was he any good, you think? What if he was like a really shitty carpenter? This is, we found a table that Jesus made. What a pile of garbage. 
I uh, feel like you're, you just, that costs you your ticket to heaven. Really? Yeah. You're out. Imagine, imagine if heaven is just like everything there is made by Jesus and it's all terrible. <laughs> He's the guy that builds you your mansion and it's just a pile of shit. Hey, Dave. Look what I made for you. <laughs> oh, God. But you have to be nice to him because you can't, you can't not be nice to him about it. Like, oh, thanks, Jesus. That's amazing. My wife stumbled across this thing on the internet the other day where you put in a little bit of information about yourself or log in with your Facebook or some garbage. Okay. And it comes back with a saying, something to do with heaven or hell or this okay. kind of thing, right? So one of, one of our relatives put her information in and, oh, you're such an angel. There's no room in hell for you. <clears throat> oh, that, so of course Brandy's like, oh, well, they'll for sure say something nice about me. <laughs> and hers <laughs> came back. We'd have to build a whole new level of hell for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Huh. Uh, I thought that was pretty hilarious. That is funny. Was she upset about it? No, she was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it sounds accurate. Wow. No? This is the woman that feeds you. Yeah, but she doesn't listen to our podcast, so I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Rotten hell. Uh, what? Who? Huh? Her? Her? Yeah, sure. Wow. You said that. Yeah. That was Ron, just uh, for the record. Uh, was David telling me to? He dared mm. me. So I guess what? What do we just conclude that we don't have it in us to be dicks? I want to be a dick. I want to. I want to be successful and not a dick. I don't think you have to be a dick to be successful, but you definitely have to be willing to do the work. So maybe I don't think aggression and being a dick are the same thing. Like you can be aggressive in your pursuit of something without being a dick about it. Right? Yeah, but that's part of doing the work. Right, so I'm just a fucking failure on all counts. That's what you're saying. That is not what I'm this saying. This podcast is just turning to, into about how my life is shit and how I'm a shit shit human. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned at how personal you're taking all this. I don't know. That feels like what's happening here. Next week, it'll just be me crying into the microphone and you beating me. <laughs> flogging. Well, yeah, flogging. flogging. Oh, God. What, what have we turned into here? I don't know. You really took this in a different direction than I expected. What were you expecting? Well, I thought we were going to talk about how people are dicks, but that you don't have to be a dick. Uh, do you think karma is a thing? Yeah, I do. So, how? Okay, so do you have any active ex- active examples of karma coming back? Like. To bite someone or or reward someone? Well, like, how do you feel about it? <laughs> this is the question. Here's the whole. Here's the whole question. I'm gonna lay it all out. All right. Okay. Karma. Does it actually come all the way back around? And if it does, how do we feel about it when it does or does not? And does that make us dicks? And does that affect our karma negatively? Like, let's say someone is an asshole and they get theirs back, and then we gloat about it. <laughs> and that makes us the bad person, right? <laughs> or it's all perspective, right? Like from their point of view, they probably don't see themselves as dicks. And then when something bad happens to them, and you mock them for it, then of course they get angry because their perspective is completely different from yours, right? But like, there's moments where karma for sure bites people in the ass. Like, um, I keep we keep when we talk about this kind of stuff, we we talk a lot about driving. 
You know, oh, yeah. you get yeah. some ass clown riding you all the way on a two-lane highway, and then they decide to blow by you on a double solid line, putting you and your family in danger. And then two miles down the road, they're pulled over by an RCMP, and you're like, <laughs> you're a dick. Right. And that's, like, those moments for sure happen, and for sure I gloat, because that's what you're supposed to do. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that's when, when the people, rule. When people are dicks, you, you gloat <laughs> when they get theirs, for sure. But, like, as far as, like, you know, if you're... Like, if you're just a horrible person and you get cancer and die in your 30s, I don't know. I don't think that's karma. That That's a different thing. Like, for me, karma is more about the little things in life. Like, you know, if you if you do a good deed for somebody, then somebody else will do a good deed for you. I'm not talking about giving you millions of dollars or anything like that. I mean, like, you know, you help an old lady cross the road and... You know, some cop lets you off with a warning on a parking ticket instead of writing you up. Like, those are karma things to me. Those could also just be completely unrelated. Absolutely. I read something the other day that said the best thing you should do when you move into new new neighborhood is go to your neighbors and ask them to help you do something rather than do something for them. I can, yeah, I can get that. People like to help other people. Yeah, it was, it was different. It was a different thing, like asking for help immediately as soon as you get there rather than waiting for the, someone to offer you help. Or Yeah, but for people like you who are painfully shy, like, you know, if you you took, what, four years before we even hardly said a word to each other? Well, what, this weekend I came over and asked you to help me pull push a woman out of my driveway? Yeah. Who got stuck. Not, yeah. not just a woman standing there. there she was in a car. Um, Can you help me push this? Get woman this woman over? out of my driveway. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have asked you to do that even three years ago, probably. Yeah, I would have just struggled with that by myself until I got her out somehow. And that's bizarre. Yeah, but that's just how I was. Yeah. And even still, I wouldn't go to. I probably wouldn't go to any other neighbor and say and do that. It's still weird, though, don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. That's just how I work. I don't like asking for help. Asking for help is like a, seems like a weak thing. Or it used to. Okay. I disagree. Knowing when you need help is actually a pretty good sign of strength. Well, that yeah, that's new for me, though. I don't think my parents ever asked for help, either. They just, they just took care of everything on their own. And, and how did that work out? Um, well, obviously, I grew up to be a very No, no not for you, for human. them. Well, I don't know. They don't have a lot of friends. Well, my dad's dead, so it didn't work out well for him at all. <laughs> but you like you talk about being poor and being isolated and yeah. you having to believe that God will be the driver of change and I don't know. That sounds that sounds not so cool. I think that's where it came from. It's like a, you're constantly waiting for something to happen to you rather than going and making something happen for you. It's kind of like waiting to win the lottery but never buying a ticket, isn't it? Because if you're not willing to put in the work and, and interact with people and expose yourself to the possibilities of life, aren't you aren't you just kind of waiting to win the lottery but never buying a ticket? Yeah, that's what it was like. Yeah. But uh, but that's how it was. we were raised. 
Because yeah. the leaders at the time were basically telling us that but, but God now that would you just can, give us whatever we needed. Now that you can objectively look at that, at least to some degree. Well, yeah, but that's a psychological problem now. Because yeah. that was baked into me, right? But I feel like you dropped that, well, most of that ideology a long time ago. Well, the ideology, yeah, but the ha- the habits, like the brain habits that have that were formed because of that, I don't know that I've ever actually pulled out of that. Mm. That's yeah, fair. It's one of the reasons why I drank so much. Just not starting, you know. Kept me from you, you kept me from to, starting. You, you started the bottle. Hmm? <laughs> you started drinking. What? You, like you oh know. yeah, but only as a means to become useless intentionally. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, That's so you're fucked not, up. You're not useless though. That's the really fucked up part. No, but if I if I was drunk, I didn't have to worry about failing at anything because I was incapable of doing anything well. Hmm. So I did that for years. From an outside point of view, though, you can understand the confusion because that's ridiculous. What? To think that because you're drunk now it's okay because that's just bullshit. Yeah, but, it, but it, that erases all the anxiety about it. Well, no, I, I believe you, but... <clears throat> You like when you're sober, you have to realize how how stupid that sounds. Uh, yeah, I do. It doesn't yeah. mean I I can stop doing it. No, I I understand that completely. It's just I don't know. That seems like a terrible crutch. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and you know, and if it is now called something else, right? It's TV or yeah, I don't know. Mm. I've been I've been doing pretty well with the drinking this year. Yeah. No, for sure. We were a bad influence on you the other day. Oh, yeah. That was fun, though. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what? I don't know anything. There's nothing to know. The world is a world is a vampire. The world is your oyster. The world is a vampire. I was listening to Smashing Pumpkins today. Is that how that goes? Sent to drain... Seek and destroy us. That's really dark. Yeah, well, you know Billy Corgan. He's he's a dark no, he's I a don't. dark little man. I don't know him at all. You know he was a terrible singer. And I don't know how. How did that get ignored for so long? I was just like, oh no, Smashing Pumpkins are amazing. But Billy Corgan, like, you know, my hands to God, that man can't sing. Like he's just a. One of the topics you and I were going to cover is that there are no good musicians anymore well and I don't know if that matters so much yeah well that's fair but or you know I, I think there is a lot of very good musicians but they don't do anything popular because nobody wants to hear that they're just riding the cruise ships uh, yeah or they're in like little jazz bands that nobody knows yeah there you go I don't know hmm. this is a weird one this is a weird one I don't know. I think you and I have problems with this one just because both of us don't really have the inclination to be a dick. We need a we need an arrogant Yeah. Uh, Where's Peter? Aggressive. Yeah. We need an arrogant, aggressive person to come in and give us their perspective on this shit. Michael, where you need to come and give us your perspective on this one. The thing is too is that we don't really hang out with people like that. Because why would we? <laughs> no. Nobody wants to hang out with like I'm, I'm fine with the driven people, but not the dicks. No one wants to hang out with the dicks. No, 
No, people people who would who would just as soon slit your throat as shake your hand. I got no time for them. That's what I think most realtors are like. <laughs> That's true. That's a true story. All, all these money people are yeah. all the same. Money people. See, my you, you have the most unhealthy view of money people. Oh, ever. I know. My dad, my dad hated money people. He thought that like the government took it all. They, you know, JFK was killed because of it. Um, and what I found interesting is that since my dad died, my mom has actually done very well financially just in terms of like having money to, to travel and do things like stuff that she never could have done before. Um, she's actually done really well. That's good. So it wasn't her, but she was in no position to teach us about money at the time because you know, the dynamics of the marriage were such that, you know, the man is in the head of the household and. Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Not say, like that sounds so harsh. Yeah, I know. But my dad, my dad was an old man. Like he was, he was an old school guy, but he wasn't that much of an asshole. But that was kind of the attitude, right? Yeah. I don't know. Life, man. Yeah. It's a blast. Did you want to say anything else about this? Like that you. Th- you thought we were going in a different direction. I did think we were going in a different direction. So instead instead of me just bitching about my life for 40 minutes, what what do you want to talk about now? No, I, it's fine. I I mean these these conversations are supposed to go organically where they go. I just uh I don't I don't necessarily view it quite so black and white. Like there are moments in your life where you do need to be a dick and you need to figure out when those moments are and like i was saying you need to also figure out what that right balance is for you like how extreme can you go as far as driving yourself to get what you want and not sacrifice other things that are important to you Hmm. how how aggressive would you be in like a like a in like a physical altercation fairly yeah I'm always unsure how to behave in situations like that. Even like a road rage thing, I feel like I'm, I'll just get shot, or especially if my family's with me. Yeah, well, it really does depend. I, I agree with you. There are way too many variables to blanket statement that one. But if uh, <clears throat> I don't like it when people try to take advantage of me, and I don't like to lose, so it's kind of a bad combination. Yeah. That's that seems like a great recipe for aggression. Yeah. And anger. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? Well, I tend not to get angry very often. And if you do, then do you bottle it up sometimes? Then? And then what? How do you get rid of it? Well, you don't believe in therapy, you told me. No, that's recently. not what I said. Well, you don't that's, you don't That's you, not even close to what I said. Okay, you said you didn't think you needed to see a shrink. Whereas I feel like everyone needs to see a shrink. Yeah. Everyone, especially our listeners. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Me. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. You. You need to go see a shrink. No, I don't feel like I need to see a shrink. But um, I don't know. I usually internalize it, r- review it, figure out what, where things went wrong, talk it out with friends or people that I trust. Yeah, I guess that's... I do different things. Uh, one of my friends suggested um, there's an online course you can do. Uh, have you heard of that? 
that psychiatrist. Uh, oh, was that it? one. What's his name? Because there's only like two or three. Well, yeah, there's only three in the world. You're an idiot. Jordan Peterson. He's mm. a Canadian. No, I had never heard of him. Anyways, he has an online course you can do that's kind of like a self-help. I think it costs like 30 bucks or something. I'm going to do that. I'm reading his book right now, too. It's called 12, 12 Rules for Life. You were reading Unfuck Yourself and something else last time we talked. Yeah, I, I finished Unfuck Yourself. So I'm what, still what's fucked. the moral? Of Unfuck Yourself? Yeah. Um... That one you need you need to probably read it every day. It's almost like a it's almost like a series a set of mantras. Book, books are not meant to be read every day. Not not every day, but it's like a set of uh, a set of mantras that you kind of gotta ingrain into yourself and stay with. Which is where I get uh, fucked up. Jordan B. Peterson. So when's he coming to town? I don't know. Hmm. You've really looked into this. No, I don't know if he's coming to town. What do you mean? You said there's a workshop you could do. Yeah, online. Oh. It's a, it's like a course he designed f- to figure out your, basically your shit and deal with it. I forget what it's called. I'm, I wish I had a link. I don't. You should make your own and call it figure out your shit and deal with it. Figure out your shit and deal with it. Yeah, but I can't start helping people until I help myself. That's one of his rules actually for life. Well, he's helping people. Yeah, but he's perfect. No, there's no shrink on the planet that doesn't need to see a shrink. Oh, well, he might see a shrink too. He's a you professor. Have to be, you have to be a little bit crazy to be a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. I need a psychologist. I'm looking for one right now. I thought you had one. Well, I have one in town. Yeah, I'm looking for like a couples one. Oh, to do couples therapy. You know, your your, your person won't do that. Uh, no. Not if not if you've seen someone for a long time individually. Usually they won't because that's kind of they'll take your side. Yeah, but you know they might they might. It's usually not. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. It's usually not. Why why allowed. couples? Why not? Why not the other person needs to see somebody on their own? Well, yeah, that too. I want to see someone on my own as well. I'm not looking for just a couple. Man, you must have like really good benefits. No, I don't. You I just could, pay for all this out of your pocket. Well, we could probably do three for free <laughs> out of benefits, and then you have to decide what you're going to do after that. Well, sounds like you should keep going. Yeah, you should. My like, I know I have friends that they go once a week. They have, they've got money. <laughs> but that's that's kind of what they decided they needed to do is once a week, and it's been really good for them. Really good for them. So. That's kind of I don't know. If you want you want to be healthy, you got to be rich. I think that's pretty much the rule, isn't it? Sounds right. Like I don't have enough money to be spiritual. <laughs> you know, you want you want to be a spiritual person. You need to make a lot of money first. I don't have enough money to be mentally healthy. Then. No, that's that's the same thing. Yeah. I got uh, this this thing this list of all these questions. We should start using this to. What thing? This book, it's like 100, 100 questions to spark conversation and connection. Mm. It's really good. All right, read me to question number 53. 53? Yeah. That's going to be hard to count to that. Why? Is it not numbered? No. No. I picked a bad number then. How about 21? Okay, just tell me when to stop. Mm. I'm scrolling on my phone in case anyone's stop. wondering. 
Okay. How do you engage with panhandlers on the street? I don't. Ever? No, they're useless. What? They're, they should get a job. I gave money to at least two different homeless people in Vancouver last week. I don't like panhandlers in the street. No, I don't either. But I, I think I've decided my new rule is if someone asks me and I have cash on me, like, you know, not hundreds of dollars, but if, if I have money with me, I would, I would give it to them. I decided that last week when I was in Vancouver. Because the first couple I walked past or lied to them and said I don't have any money. And then I felt like shit about it. So you just, as a rule, don't ever give anyone money? No. I, I have taken panhandlers into the grocery store and bought them food. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not give them money. Hmm. Do they want your food? Uh, if they come with me, then great. If they don't, then I really don't care. Right. I offered. Huh. And I know there is a lot of scam artists out there, too. Yeah. But I feel like I would rather err on the side of giving than not. Actually, um, we used to have a panhandler that was outside our building all the time. And he was really hard to miss. Really obvious, you know, who he was and what he was up to. And and, um, we got to know him over the years. And he was making somewhere between eighty and $90,000 a year tax-free. Doing that? Panhandling. What? Yeah. How do you know that? Because he... Talk to us about it. He told you. Yeah. Did you ever give money again? No, never again. <laughs> Did you ever give money at all? Yeah. Huh. That's insane. I'd actually given him money before. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I should start panhandling. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What he was his it. What was his shtick? Like, what was he, he saying? No, he was just he was like f- clearly physically disabled, but like he was fine. Oh, so he could work, and he could work. I don't know if he could have worked at a traditional job, but okay. he, he got supplemental income from the government in, in addition to his panhandling. And he, he was on Asian different thing, programs like that. Okay. And he had like a home? Yeah, yeah. Paid for cash. <laughs> uh, see, that makes me want to not ever give anyone money again. But I, I don't know. I, so you understand why I'm a little bit more skeptical than you? Yeah, but that's one guy. They're not all like that. Mm, I don't know. I taint your opinion though. I struggle with the ones that look normal, especially if they're like teens or a little bit older than that. Because then I'm like, yeah, there's no way you can't work. And if they have the time to write like a really elaborate story on a sign and then stand in traffic, those ones bug me too. Yeah. I always get a kick when you go to like Vegas or places like that and they have the signs that are like, why lie? I want to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those ones need weed. Kind of make me chuckle. <laughs> Or they ask for uh, money for the slots? Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. I lose enough money in Vegas. I don't know if I'd give homeless people money in Vegas. No. I don't even know if they're homeless. Yeah. I have enough trouble giving it to the artists and stuff, doing stuff. Artists? Well, you know, you get other people who act in the street or oh, yeah, yeah. do different things. Down on Fremont, they make art, some of them. The food that goes out the back of those casinos must just be glorious for those people. I guess. Like we were talking about buff, like every fucking casino has like 15 buffets in it. There's no <laughs> way that food's getting eaten. No, you'd have to think not. You could eat seafood every day. Yeah. Wow. Although hot, I don't think I'd go for the seafood, seafood out of the hot <laughs> desert garbage. Uh, good point. Maybe it makes you more resilient. <laughs> 
The constant <laughs> food poisoning. Look, mom, I can eat glass. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No. I. I just. I have a hard time thinking. That the world is so shallow that you can get whatever you want just by being a prick. But it happens, and it's sad. Would you consider that panhandler a prick? Uh. Yeah. In his own way. Like he's being aggressively. Dis like disingenuous. Yeah. To humanity. That's fucked up. He's exploiting his disability. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess on one hand, it's kind of admirable. Like, you know, life gave him a big fucking slap in the face, and he's like, fuck you, I'm going to take money from everybody. <laughs> yeah, there there are definitely two sides to every coin, right? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was an interesting chat. Weird. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah it started strange and got stranger, but... Or, yeah, when you start any conversation with, hey, I had this dream. <laughs> what? No, it wasn't a dream. Yeah, or no, I was talking in my sleep. Talking in my sleep. A different language. I really thought you were going somewhere else with that. I, I thought you were going to be talking about me. You? Yeah. What, What? dreaming about you? Yeah. Or talking about you in my yeah, sleep? Exactly. Oh, yeah, that would have gone over well. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, probably. Uh, would do, You probably wanted it to be like... No. Sensual. No. I said no before you even yeah, got there. I know, I know. I know you did. I heard that. Yeah. Well, listen next time. All right. Fine. Fine. Okay, well, are we done? I don't know. Have you updated an art on onfin.com yet? Fuck no. Since you're going to delete everything and start all over? I am. Baby steps. I got a bunch of ideas. Maybe while I'm posting this podcast, I'll just delete everything. <sighs> yeah. I Hopefully, yeah. That's fine. You know what I found in the basement today? I can only guess. Have you given my wife her birthday present yet? No. How about you find that? Oh, yeah, it's in the closet. I was in the basement and I found a box and I opened it up and it was full of prints. Like prints that I've been rebuying lately. <laughs> and they're all in unopened bags. Unopened bags of fresh prints. Oh, that, that's the best. That's not. It's really not. <laughs> and so now I'm just going to throw all those out too because for fuck's sakes... I was so pissed maybe, off. Maybe it's not the money people you should be mad at. Maybe it's the guy in the mirror. The one who's burning money? Yeah. Yeah. Burning your money. Burning my own money. Yes, I know. But I also blame all of humanity for not, you know, recompensing. What's the word? Not compensating me. Recompensing. What's that mean? I feel like that's a made up word. That does sound like a made up word. It's not though. Um yeah, I, the, it's also the world's fault for not compensating me for all that art, all that shitty. Now you sound like your thirteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, now I'm now I'm bitter. It's your fault. I'm not famous. Fuck you. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's hard. It's hard being unsuccessful. It's hard not to get bitter. Why? And jaded about it. You have nobody to blame but you. I know, but I, I don't accept that. I know, but I don't accept that. I know, but I don't accept that. Oh. So who that, else who else had control? Uh nobody. See that's the thing. That's that's what I think what makes it so it, it just turns into self reviling hatred. Like you just hate yourself even more every day because you no. feel it's it's always your fault. Give yourself God. a hug, Dave. No. No. Oh, here we go again. We better turn this off before they start like it's gonna get worse. The downward spiral. Yeah. It's gonna get worse. All right. Well, you guys look great. 
Don't go to onfin.com because Dave will not sell you things that he's throwing in the garbage. No, it's all it's all gone anyways, guys. It's gone. I'm deleting it all. We still have to figure out how to do this mobily. Oh, yeah. If you're going to be allowed to continue. I doubt it. Of course I will. It's not about allowed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mm. it's about allowed. No, never. I think like we won't be allowed to be friends. Uh, that's not a thing. Makes me sad. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to live at your house half the year. No. Yeah. No, I don't want you there. In your fresh basement. Oh, I can't wait. With your large 4K television. Anyway, thanks, Dave. I'm going to lick it. (laughs) What makes you think I haven't already? Well, I'll clean it first, and then I'll lick it. I'll sanitize it, and then I'll lick it. Yeah. It'll taste like Hope you all have a great Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day, for fuck's sakes. That's the I, worst that day. That should have been the topic. That's the worst day of the year. All right. Are you doing anything? Uh, Probably my wife. Mm. That, was, <laughs> that was off color. Oh. That was a little off color. Oh, okay. No, uh, um, we're home tomorrow. Oh. As far as I know. You're not working? No, I work. Oh, Jesus Christ. After work. Why has everything got to be complicated with you? I don't know. Where's the kids going? They'll be at the house, too. Oh, you're not kicking them out for Valentine's? What? Happy Valentine's, kids. Get out. Do you kick your herd of children out? Well, they don't live with me right now, so no, I don't have to. to do. Uh, but Valentine's, no. I'd go to as many efforts as possible to never celebrate that day. Yeah. I've done Blah. pretty well the last 20 years, but... Of ignoring it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only actually had to celebrate, like, maybe three. Hmm. It's, well, it's such a made-up bullshit day. Yes. God. They always jack the prices of roses. That would piss me off every time. Anyway. Like roses tomorrow will I'm be sorry I brought so much it up. money. So much money. You got to buy flowers for your wife? You're gonna yeah. have to, that's fucking, you might as well take out a loan. <laughs> Dave, can I have a loan? <laughs> for me? You got to wait till I sell my house. Then you can have a loan for roses. No. A roses loan. I, I'll just take my cut of the profit. How much? Well, you got to start whittling away at that $10 million you owe me. Yeah. Interest. The VIG. Inter- what's the interest rate on that 10 mil? Uh, one, 1% per annum. Holy shit. That's going to add up. <laughs> it's working out good for me. What that's? What is that? 10 grand a year? 100 grand a year? 100 grand a year. 100 grand a year. No, a million one, a year. A million? No, 100 grand. 100 grand? Still only the ten million principal. Thieves and robbers. Crooks. Goodbye, Dave. Alright.